Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com slash ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been days with Marcus Maven. 8150 939 is the number 9339 is the station. Shout out to all the people who are three days deep into their new year and haven't taken a day off and haven't used up any of their PTO reset. <laughs> I saw that going around. I'm sure that went into a bunch of people's resolutions. Tanner, are you a resolution person? Uh Kinda. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like gonna be the person that's like, oh, new year, new me. Nah, I'm still Tanner, but I like <laughs> to make a few changes. You know, trying to like eat a little bit healthier. You know, have a salad too. You know, every once in a while. What's what, what's your what's your worst uh, eating habit? Uh probably just probably just like the sweets, like Skittles or like soda or something like that. Just like late at night stuff that I'm like. Ooh, I could go for that, and then I live right next to Kroger, so I can just walk across the street and boom, so I, not, I fulfill my needs. You're not a junk food person now. No, like that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's more junk food. Like, I, I I'm, I'm doing better though. I, I, I was a lot worse at the beginning, like when I just moved out of like my house. But now uh-huh. I'm getting better. It, it, it was all junk food when you first moved out. Oh yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> Say so it was one of those a month before you even cooked the first time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> ramen ramen noodles were hard. <laughs> what about being in the studio? Did, was that bad for you? Huh? Once we're, when we were getting uh, food delivery drops, or, or were you I not? mean, because eh. usually usually new people that come to the studio they get the food delivery drops, and you just not used to getting. The free. I know, mean, yeah, no, that was that was definitely eye opening. The first day that I was like, "Wait, I can I can grab a slice," and they're like, "Yeah, you work here," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> all right, nice." So I did know I definitely caught up on that, and then like I think like three months in, I was like, "You know what? It is free food, but there's a cost of this." <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um, let me do this, people. Let me, you know, we're going around the table. You know, a little bit of thank yous. So let me take a second and happy new year and a big shout out and a big thank you to one of the newest members of the team, Kentuckiana Pump Sales for every home, building, business, or municipality that all rely on the movement these pumps provide. The moment you need a water or sewage pump, 
You should be thinking Kentuckyana pump sales. They're like our first responders or essential personnel. Over 35 years of experience, best service, fairest possible price, and it's right in Jeffersonville, Indiana. People, go see Harold or go see Mark. They'll find out exactly what you need. Utility, sump, affluent, grinder, sewage, anything you need. 3303 Industrial Parkway, Jeffersonville, Indiana, of course. Or you can give them a call. 812-725-9217. Or simply visit KentuckyAndThePumps.com. So here's how it goes. You got your break. Lawrence asked the question first. He, he went straight to Coach Maven. He said, you got to come out. Listen, urgency, urgency, urgency. Urgency looks like this. The ball goes up. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I give credit where credit is due. Our defensive rebounding has been where I wanted it to be. That's that's one thing. Like I said, what a couple of loose balls at, you know, at some tough situations have got away, but nothing, like none of the defensive, the defensive woes weren't guys not crashing the board. So I will say that I've been, I've been proud. That is one of the things I've been actually proud of. The shot goes up or listen, early on in the year, that was not the case. Earlier on, guys were flat foot. Guys weren't jumping off the ground. Looked like uh, guys were scared to roll their ankles and you're talking or you're listening to Mr. I'm afraid to roll my ankles. But I thought I had an excuse because I was shorter than everybody. And I had to jump higher than everybody to get a rebound. But I hated, I hated rebounding. Everybody knows this about me. Um, watching our team really compete for defensive rebounds is something. I, it's, listen, pay attention if you like. Like I said, if you if you. If you want to really do a, a, a legitimate critique of the of the sports, check out their defensive rebound. Our team has been a good good defensive rebound. Now I want to send more guys to the offensive board. I would love for more guys. I, actually, I think the way you get Trey White going is you got to put him on the offensive boards. Problem. Right, we'll, we'll get to that part. Urgency on the backboard. That's going to be one of those things you look for. That means the guys are motivated. Um, urgency on the backboard with a focus of, of saying, hey, the desperation of we got to come up with these with these basketballs uh, on, on both offense and defense. Defensive board is for possession. Offensive board is, is the easy bucket element. Um, I think Louisville, first of all, for confidence – and just point production. I think we need uh, we need to send an extra guy to the offensive glass. Problem is, it can only be guys that are going to give up the extra effort for getting back. When you watch this Louisville basketball team, or when I when Coach Maven watches this Louisville basketball team, you have to earn the right to be an offensive rebounder because. Sometimes you have guys that that are good offensive rebounders or or hang around the offensive rebounding because they don't want to get back. They 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 want to go to the offensive board. If they if they get it, great. They'll get another chance for for a putback and another point. 
And when the ball's going the other way, they'll point to a, a, a teammate and say, hey, you cover my guy and I'll cover whichever who's the, whoever the last person is coming up the court. They, like these are these are little kind of microaggressions that go on during the game. These are also the things that, that lead to fights after the film room and stuff because you start seeing all these things. So some of some of our guys have earned the right to to go for some offensive rebounds. Those are the guys that I'm hoping to see play a lot more. You know, again, if you're going to the offensive rebound, you, it's, it means you're going to have to be willing to run harder than other people to get back. Guys who don't offensive rebound, they all they do is trot back, you know, but they don't re- they don't end up getting beat on defense because they're not like offensive rebound. So yeah, the urgency in the rebounding, every shot to go up. Problem is Virginia, they take really efficient shots. So sometimes it's not it's not as easily identifiable as as in other games. Like Virginia, they take good shots. They, they don't take a lot of bad shots. So that's why sometimes they see 40 points and you know stuff like that. It's just they'll 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 play an entire possession just for one shot. And my God, do not whatever you do, do not let Virginia bring the ball up, run it down 34 seconds, take a shot and get a rebound and kick it back out and start another 33 second possession. I, I, I want to change the channel even when we're winning when a possession like that happens. God, that would suck. Yeah, sorry, y'all. I'm just thinking about some other things. Um, urgency on the glass. Urgency on the glass. Taking care of the, the basketball. If, you, if you're preparing for Virginia during this break, if you're pre- preparing for um, the – tough defensive teams, the, the the disciplined defensive teams, it's going to be a lot of you, you should see real good um, improvement on posture. When the ball's coming, you should be in attack mode. When, you know, when the ball hits you, you should, you know, you should be in a, in a position to protect it. Um, Sky and Tyler have gotten a lot better about getting in the, the paint jump stopping or coming to you know really coming to a complete stop and being sh- and being really strong with the basketball um i thought early in the year we were very careless when trying to get the ball to the middle uh part of it was kenny payne's system of getting the ball to the middle Okay, put it this way. Let me, let me rephrase it. His emphasis, the coach's emphasis on getting paint touches. I think in the in the early stages, guys were focused so much more on getting the ball to the lane and kicking it, but not getting the ball in the lane for the purpose. You know, getting the ball in the lane is like the equivalent of running inside in football it's like some like you, you, you sometimes you don't get a lot out of it but it keeps the defense honest and if you don't try to attack that middle and keep that defense honest 
then before you know it, they're in they're jump they're in the passing lanes. They're they're you know the defense is just going around trying to steal the ball because you're not really attacking that middle and keeping them honest. And, and the, also the keeping them honest is when we started attacking the middle, actually trying to finish. Now I don't I don't know how how many of our guys qualify as as good finishers in the middle. Um, Mike James has been a finisher. But um, I think over the last couple of games, I think he's kind of been a little more worried about getting fouled than worried about, you know, playing through the contact and finishing. Again, that's one of those that could be just a couple of games. That could be nothing to panic over. But again, my my eyeball is going to be on the way guys react to getting bumped, getting fouled. The guys who fall, how fast are they getting up off the ground? Like I said, that that's that's a uh, uh, if you want to take notes, if you want to go coach Maben, look at the guys uh, on, on how they get off the ground. Now, I want to get kind of in the individual thing. You know, listen, taking care of the basketball and pounding the boards on Virginia, those are two of like team, very very team orientated things. Now, when we start talking matchups, um, I think a big time matchup is they have a point guard. He's a senior. His name is, um, I think, Reese Speakman, right? Older guy, strong with the ball, can keep you out of the, keep you out of the um, out of the defense. Listen, he's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> right? He's a senior. He's not letting you or, 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 okay, he can draw a foul. He can play defense without fouling. But he's not a, a he's their ball handler, but he's not a, a, a scary ball handler. He's just kind of, kind of strong. I, I hate doing this, but just kind of got the, the Andre Miller thing. Just doesn't look like he's really, you know, many shake moves, much, much of a first step. But you'd be, you'd be surprised at how, how a first step can be good when you're really strong. Now, between Sky Clark and Ty Law, listen, Beekman and my other guy's name is Isaac McNeely. That's what it is. So these guards. Isaac McNeely, he's 6'4". He's out of, <laughs> of course, Polka. The Polka Dots. Yes, people, I know you've heard of it. That West Virginia school. The Polka school, that's mascot is literally the Dots. Did you know that, Tanner? I did had not. You, had you heard of that? I did not, know. In Hurricane, West Virginia? Nope. It's, this it's is really new knowledge to me. Yeah, Hurricane West Virginia. You want to know, people? I I I I tell this one once a year. Everybody enjoys the well, most people enjoy the money line mavens, right? And people enjoy how many winners I give out, even though it's your job to find the losers. Because you know I give I give out a lot of winners, but you got to find the, the screw ups I make if you want to capitalize. 
and really make that money. But everybody wants, well, well, Marcus, why don't you gamble? So, for people who are new to the show, anybody wonders why I don't gamble? Like I said, I can, I can, I can, I can burn, I can burn a uh, hundred dollars over the course of three hours on the slot machine or something like that. You know, just, just, you know, like I said, just a little social cocktail slots and and friendly conversations about the extent of any of my gambling. For those who don't know, if you're looking for the reason, most people don't gamble because they got they have some big huge incident. My incident. Hurricane West Virginia. A much younger Marcus Maben was up uh, attending a wedding with a lady friend. I was up there for a couple of days. Lady friend was actually in the wedding, right? So it went from house to rehearsal to house to, you know, pre-wedding, whatever it was, right? I had to hang out with lady friend's father the whole time, too, in the days leading up to the wedding. It's wildly uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, what? I thought it'd be fun. You're right. Yeah, just, just... just the judgmental eye of the father and we have to ride around and we're like car shopping and and he's looking at houses and I'm like what is he trying to say here and it's like I can't I'll never be able to afford any of these houses <laughs> and, and point being it was wildly uncomfortable he's a very nice man but I was terrified the whole time um I kept on saying to myself, Marcus, you're out of town. It's a little grocery or it's a little gas station right here. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna give away the ending of the story, so I'll just jump to the finality. Tanner, do you know that the winning lottery ticket was sold at that gas station? I did not. Wow. The three look, so that means within the three days that I was in Hurricane West Virginia, the winning lottery ticket got sold at the gas station that I kept telling myself, hey, Marcus, make sure you stop by there and pick up a lottery ticket. Oh. And I don't even play lottery. And I just something kept telling me I drove past that place 13 times in three days. And 11 of the times I told myself, get a lottery ticket. And I'm like, okay, that was my shot. Now it's this, Marcus, there's no need for you to gamble ever again. Because <laughs> your jackpot found you and you blew it. And every time I hear West Virginia, I think about my lottery ticket that I didn't go collect. My winning lottery ticket that I didn't go claim. So, yeah, and actually that and the polka dots is also what I remember about (laughs) about my West Virginia trauma. God, even if I had bought the ticket and lost, it would have been better than not buying the ticket at all. My goodness. Okay, Isaac McNeely, Reese Beekman, the guards, they will be the guys taking your shots. They will be the guys in control of the game. McNeely kid, he can shoot the lights out. Another thing, you're having this conversation. I'm going to be looking at the discipline and 
the personal challenge of wanting to beat somebody individually and team wise. Because now we're getting now we're getting to the stage of like how competitive are you guys? How competitive are you with each other? How competitive are you for your coach? How competitive are you versus your opponent? Do you want do you want to make sure you dominate an individual opponent? You know, uh, uh, like like where's where's the chip? Where's the chip on my guy's shoulders on this team? McNeely and Beekman uh, Beekman are good guards. How look, again? Not great guards. They're really good, solid guards in the Tony Bennett system. Once he once he starts getting some some athletic plays from from some of his other guys with some talent. By the end of the year, Virginia will be tough. They'll be knocking people off. Like I said, uh, the 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 Notre Dame thing looks horrible. But if you watch the season of Virginia, you'll see that. Like I said, they're they don't look like the normal Virginia, but they will by the end of the season. They'll be that Virginia. So, are is my team? Are my guards going to accept the challenge of trying to be better guards? Than the other team. There's a uh, um, there's another guy. His name is Rody. I think I think it's spelled uh, R O R H O D E. But uh, or no, it's R O H D E. Okay, yeah. So that guy's a six six sophomore guard. Now, if if Trey White is my guy, who is if he's supposed to be the guy, this is one of those times where it's like. It's a sophomore guard. He's 202 pounds. Who's going to win this matchup? Trey White or this kid? You know, like, like I'm, I'm going to be watching some of the personal, you know, battles. Is Tyler ready to? Here's the thing. Really quick conversation about Tyler Johnson. Because I'm, I'm at a crossroads with him. Now, Tyler... We, I think we all can agree he got he got some dog in him. Now the the crossroads that I'm at with Tyler Johnson is you, your guard has to learn the, the the tricks of the trade, right? But you want your guard to still keep his kind of his free spirit. I mean, he, he, everybody knows you can't help but to make the Russ Smith comparison. I'm sorry. If you, if you were here for Russ Smith, you you saw it. You saw you saw the you saw the 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 bad fouls early. You saw the three steals in a row early. You saw the he, he getting snatched out the game. You saw the unbothered look of Russ Smith. Like, hey, if you let me in there, I'm gonna do it again. You saw the agitation of Coach Patino not wanting to put Russ in, but realizing this game could use a Russ Smith. Like you you've been through that. That that kind of that that unbridled, unapologetic hoop stuff that that Russ has, and you look at Tyler and you say, "Hey, can you handle a game against Virginia where you don't worry about you know their their pack line?" Where you know uh, we uh, always talk about this, the pack line kind of gets a life of its own because you just get so caught up in the talking about it. 
It's like getting caught up in the rivalry games. Uh, uh, you know how I always say, stop talking to the players about the referees when you go on the road. Now, when I'm in fan mode, yeah, I, hey, the joke is the joke. We we going into Rupp Arena. We got four fouls already. You know, like, like that joke is fun. The basketball person says, I don't want to hear anybody mentioning what the refs are going to do on the road. I don't want to I don't want to get into a game. I don't want to hear You know, I don't want to see. That's probably one of those number one things I would eliminate or I would look to eliminate. I would hope it was looked to eliminate during the break because that's one of those things I, I won't be able to tolerate as a as a former player, as a proud alum, as a, you know, as a, a program supporter. And one thing I will not be able to tolerate is the whining to the referee like that. That's that'll get me tweeting even. <laughs> and I, I don't tweet. not that tweeting is like my ultimate threat or anything like that, but complain to the refs. I like listen, Tyler Johnson, he kinda he kinda keeps a complaining face, but that's his face. Like he's not really complaining. I don't see him complain. But I want to see is he ready. I want to see is he if he's ready. Because here's the thing. Virginia Tech's style is it kinda like if you can if if you can huh, if you can really take it to somebody, you can take it to him like like Tyler might be able to cause some commotion for Virginia. Like, he hey, listen, could y'all imagine if Tyler Johnson started Kihei Clarking Virginia? How rewarding would that be? I'm looking, I'm looking at Tyler Johnson uh, uh, to really, to really get the ball out and and get Virginia into a kind of a a frenetic style. Um, but I, w- I want to know that he's ready to make that next step. Listen, he probably got some good. <clears throat> and Lawrence is the only person I'm saying. Tyler Johnson probably got a, a, a break. He probably, you know, probably shore up his groin. You know, like I said, those those are injuries that happen, especially when you're you're young and not used to the college, you know, physicality and, and, and strain on your body. So. Like I said, the matchup number one can Sky, Tyler, Trey win the guard matchup. Because like I said, as a team, we've been going heavy on the defensive glass. Offensive production around the basket, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with. But like I said, the, the rebounding element, I'm okay with. Are our three guards going to accept the guard matchups and be confident uh, uh, with Virginia? Like to me, that's where the game's going to be won and lost. Um, I watched a I watched a little full court press that, that shook up Virginia a little bit. Um, I, I, I may I may look for a little bit of that, but not much zone. Because listen, Virginia's strong in the zone. They're strong with the ball. They get that ball in the middle, they'll eat you up. So I don't, I don't, I don't expect to see a lot of zone against Virginia, and that McNeely kid will, oh, he'll shoot you right on out of it. He's, he, they got them a little Ryan McManish kind of, kind of guy. Um, but yeah, coming out the break, 
Tyler is Tyler's probably my number one going into this. Like what is you know what is he gonna? It's how much is he gonna affect the game? Couple more individual matchups. We'll take our last commercial break of the show. Rolling along, middays with Marcus Maven, ninth through nine Deville. Looking for a rewarding career, one that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential. Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. Help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Looking for extra cash this holiday season? You can make competitive pay as a day shift warehouse worker at UPS Worldport right here in Louisville. Learn more and apply today at upsjobsky.com. That's upsjobsky.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Maven. 8150. 93.9 is the number. 93.9 is the station. People, we've still been lucky enough to have decent weather, pretty good weather. The elements haven't been overwhelming outside of a small tornado running through Clarksville and you know, other parts of Southern Kentucky. But for the most part, we've been good to go. But let me do this. Let me pass along bit of help write this number down keep this in mind people your home is your fortress and your first line of defense is your roof so if your roof is under attack by either mother nature or father time you should be thinking citadel roofing and construction citadel roofing and construction is locally owned and operated will provide free inspections estimates and of course they'll work with your insurance did i also mention their A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau? Let Citadel Roofing and Construction protect the roof that protects you by calling 502-219-7964 today. Tyler Johnson, the number one key to the game, key to key to the, the, the big... Oh, man. I guess something hit my YouTube channel. Is, is my number one key. I need his competitiveness to bleed into the rest of the team. Again, Sky Clark is a little more mature. He's solid. He's stronger. You know, has, has a little bit of frame. But Tyler Johnson has the competitive stuff that I think the team needs to really like. Like I said, if you're going to, you know, here's the thing. You know me. Eternal optimist. If you are going to get on a run, if you are going to get, you know, get your team playing with the proper level of intensity, I do think it, it, it's, it's going to be a Tyler-inspired thing. I think it's it's kind of putting people in more natural positions. Now, listen, I, I think all the practice has gotten Sky Clark being a, a, a comfortable one. So I'm not going to take that from him, but I think our best lineup is a Tyler Sky lineup. Second guy, 
The second player. Think people know what I'm going to say? I think Curtis Williams Jr. has got to crack the, 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 the lineup with some minutes. I just think I think his skill set. I've been I've been waiting for you to say this because <laughs> I remember when JJ Trainer came to our station. I was talking to him and I was like, "Who's who's a guy that you think will turn some heads that you, like no one's really talking about?" He's like, "Oh, Curtis Williams, a dog. He's a dog. Like he's like really? he's so good." Yeah, JJ Train. Like put it down. JJ Trainer said Curtis Williams will turn heads this season. And I was like, I, "All right, I'll take that." Okay, I, I, listen. I don't remember him saying that. I, I, I may have not been in there. I, I think, I, yeah, I, I missed right the first couple times he came in, because um, his 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 internship hours are different from mine. So yeah, uh, point being, I did not know JJ said that. But when I when, when I just see, you know, he has one of those those bodies that's not cut up, but you can tell he's really strong. He's really strong, and he can move. And I'm telling you, when he shoots the ball with confidence, he has a pure, pure stroke. He has a stroke that can make some money. He has a he has a shot with his size and and strength and and willingness to play some defense. Like I said, we're listen, we're talking about the college game right now, but he has next level potential. He takes key. He, he, listen, his his handles, of course, are going to have to improve. But while they're improving, I think he's good at being cautious with the basketball. Like uh, you, you ever seen a guy? You can tell he's been working on his handles, and you can tell like a guy's been doing it with the, with the cones, right? And some guys look like. They've, you know, they've just been handling the ball more, and that's why they're getting better at it. Like I think, I think Curtis is a guy who's just been, just t- you know, having more confidence in taking the ball and going with it and dribble. I think Trey White has kind of been a a cone guy, a a, a, a chair, you know, make the move, you know. And, and again, it's it's not shade, you know. I'm not I'm not trying to say he's not tough player he has a, a world of, of upside potential but I, I think he's just uh, uh, too mechanical he's playing really mechanical so like I said would, would I love Trey White to, to, to have a, a good disciplined uh, you know exertive game yes but I think naturally Curtis Williams Jr. Uh, has, has got the ability to contribute more of what we need um, um, right now, like I said, that could change the break. The break could have restructured. Curtis Williams hasn't been through, you know, the, the Christmas break. And, and and listen, Trey White has been through some of those things. Uh, Sky Clark has been through some of those things. And, you know, those guys are older, you know, definitely have the, the, the chance to have more maturity in the conference season. But again, if we're talking about guys that can surprise Louisville fans, and get a road win in Virginia, or get a a good performance. I definitely I, I see I see Trey. Now listen, Trey. I'm sorry, Tyler, Curtis. And I tell you what, I tell you what. This is what I'll do. I'll 
do my tw- my 2024 basketball player reset. I just decided I'm going to do that. I've been extremely, extremely harsh on Brandon Huntley Hatfield. It's no secret. Maybe it's a little bit of the Clarksville situation. <laughs> you know, maybe it's just the I want him to succeed so well. I have expectations beyond, you know, compare for Brandon Huntley Hatfield. So maybe I've gotten I've blinded myself with rage and, and frustration with him. I'm going to give him my 2024 reset button. I'm not going to I'm not going to like I'm not going to yell. You know, you got your players that you yell. Of course he does that. And just they can't do anything right. And, the, you know, the first time he loses the basketball or something or, or falls when he shouldn't fall, I just I start going crazy. So I'm going to give him a full basketball reset because this. I, he may be my blind spot. You know, where I can't, you know, where sometimes he does some good things. It's still tough for me to acknowledge because I'm looking at the stuff I'm mad about. So I'm going to give him my 2024 reset. Now, what he does with that reset starts tonight. I'm going to watch him. And if if he's hunting for foul calls, I'm going to take my, my 2024 reset back and he'll never get it back from me again. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Um... He's going to be my number one 2024 reset. Um, and I'm going to say, hey, he's going to get some, he's going to get some chances to make plays. What else do I like about Brandon? He is definitely a willing passer in the post, right? Now, Virginia has has played our our bigs on the block a lot a lot of different ways. They take pride in really chesting up and walling up, and 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 they can also wall up and and fall a little bit. So this is a style of play that I think Brandon should be comfortable with, unless he unless he tries to just back guys down. I watched uh, I watched Sidney Curry have some good games as as as. You know, the big man against Virginia, the way Virginia plays big man defense, I think Brandon Huntley Hatfield has a chance to look really good. He has a chance to to reset my opinion on him. Like I said, he should have had, looks like he had momentum going into the holiday uh, retreat. Or whatever. I was trying to use any other word but break. Um, he has an opportunity. Brandon Huntley Hatfield has an opportunity. He listen. He he got some shots to fall. He started using the glass a little more. Uh, physical. Um, like I said, my my. I'll bump him up to my third most important. You know, in, in the situation for this game. Like I said, it's it's. Look, I, I hate to, I hate to, um, I hate to do finals. You know, I hate to uh, speak in absolutes. That's that's what I want to say. I hate to speak in absolutes, but my eyeballs will be on Brandon Huntley Hatfield for absolutes moving forward. You want to, you want to give me a, a conference road win, Tyler? He's gonna catch the ball. You run that pick and roll with Brandon. 
Brandon, turn it loose. I'll see y'all tonight. As always, 8150-939 is always the number. 3831-939 is always the text line. YouTube channels normally made for the bill. Midday's with Marcus Baby, 939 the bill.